find Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you just said, but it's on the recording. Anyway, listen, I'm pumped. Uh, are you pumped? I'm stoked. All right, listen, this is a dream come true. We are launching our first podcast. Uh, brainstormed it for a solid, like, three weeks. Um, and here we are. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Hey everybody, this is Josh Martin. And I'm Marty Hyde. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Tattoos and Jesus podcast. I am very happy to be here. Here at TNJ, we seek to blend the righteous with the ridiculous. Please explain. We discuss coffee, counseling, Christianity, and whatever else crosses our mind. We hope you enjoy. Okay, let's go. We have come a long ways since that intro was recorded here we are big day joshua martin it is a huge huge day huge day huge one zero zero is dropping we went from that was our intro to our first ever podcast on april 22nd 2021 at 5.03 p.m. It was published. 5.03? I'm pretty sure we recorded it on 4.20, though. Really? I think so. That's funny. You know we have a copyright? We have a copyright? At Josh and Marty. Really? Yeah, that's what it says at the bottom. That's awesome. You know, it is this kind of a big day, and so if you'll, you'll bear with us, we're going to do kind of a, a vintage throwback episode. And, and kind of have some fun with the big, uh, big century mark here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we we had bounced around some ideas. None of them came to fruition. And so this is the best we got for today. And it's it's a good one. I mean, it was. I think it's solid. It just felt it felt right to do what we did. You know, we went from we're all, we're right at eight thousand plays. That's right. We've been streamed um, just about 8,000 times. Our first episode has over... Now, remember, we had to re-upload the first yeah. episode. It said right at 200, and it had about... So it's, it's it right had at, like 75, I think. Yeah, it's right at... It's probably anywhere between three to 400, probably. Yeah, it's it's uh, been it streamed a decent... One. So, I hate putting numbers out like that, because... <laughs> You hear about like legit podcasts, and they're getting like thousands and thousands of streams. But for this li- this little show, this little one hour a week that we just try to, uh, you know, dance with the devil, have a little fun, Do get in a little know trouble. What, what our second most streamed episode is? You got to um, take a guess. <clears throat> I'm not. Is it the, pa- have, is it the pastor's is- kid one? No, uh, uh, Ub is third. Yeah, because Ub got a ton of streams. Yeah, Ub is third. No, our second one, episode 25. Hold on, hold on. Psychopaths and sociopaths. Nope. That's number... Hit and run and bad decision making. Five. No, that's not What's episode number 25? Tattoos and permanent life decisions. Ooh, that was a good one. Interesting. You know, I had somebody recently who started listening to the show, and he told me, he goes all the way back to the beginning. He had not previously listened. So he went back to episode one, intro to disconnection. Um, and he said, y'all are pretty funny. Like, it's enjoyable. And I was like, well, if you think show one, two, three, four is good. Yeah, no kidding. Buckle up, baby. Because surely it, it only gets better. better. 
and so, Josh, introduce us. We're doing a, a vintage coffee review today, kind of a throwback. You know, here's here's what's funny. So uh, you uh, we've we've established previously that I'm a racing fan. Yes. We've established previously that you're not. Right. Well, this past weekend uh, was the race at Darlington. I went. I got a ticket, and um, it was a throwback weekend. And what that means is there was an emphasis on kind of the history of the sport. And what a lot uh, has been done over the last few years for this throwback weekend is they'll come out with one-off paint schemes that are made to look like old paint schemes. So old car designs is what I mean by that. And so a lot of the cars will pick, you know, somebody from 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago and take their car design and make it look vintage like that, you know, throwback. And and so I think it's kind of funny that this week, um, completely unrelated to that, we're kind of going to do our own throwback. And so, Josh, bring us in with the coffee, the Dirty Brew Review. I haven't said that in a while. I don't feel like I've said the it. Dirty the Dirty Brew, brew Review Time. Man, it's crazy to look at some of this. Like, da- I feel like data. you're getting sucked in a time warp. Well, it's it's just crazy because it's like <clears throat> our ups. We've gradually increased. I know. I was looking at that earlier. Like our our it's it's still up and down, you know, very mm-hmm. much. But it's a gradual increase in. But if you look, the low points are around Christmas when we're not we putting on. We take yeah. a month off. Like our January, yeah, our January, mm-hmm. yeah. That's big time. Uh, okay, anyway, so we are doing, of course, only thing we could do, our own personal brewberry coffee that is almost, no more? You think it's more? It's over a year old now. Over a year old. No. It's been an, almost a year old. So we bought it's around a year. 100 half, half pound bags. A- episode 50 is when we released... The brewberry, so be a, uh, yeah, right at. So this is we had two bags left in our in the office, and this is what we brewed today. Like recently, you know, we had Bill on the show, and we gave him a bag autographed, of course. Right, it's he won't even drink it; he just leaves it sit there. But we we're like, let's see what a year old brewberry coffee. We're gonna rank this. And this thing. is gonna be an honest ranking. Honest brewberry, ranking, year old brewberry. And truthfully, when we initially tried this stuff, it was one of the highest ranked. Legitimately, it was one of the most delicious the coffees we'd had. We drank it at home. I can't believe you brewed this much. I still we had. Well, I actually I did half a pot. So if you want, oh, got that first sip feeling. Am I gonna have like diarrhea for the rest of the day? I mean, it's not bad. It's not fifty episodes quality ago. No, there's a little little bite, little bitterness at the end there. Josh is disgusting. I'm just not. That's not terrible. I might just put too much sugar in mine. Um. Yeah, that sugar probably took away some of that bitterness that I'm tasting. I would still. Okay, there it is. There it is. <laughs> what was that? So I got the bitterness, but then I got a little bit of the blue, the blueberry. Did you? I've got no blueberry. Keep 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 sipping. Here, here, here. I got to set this aside. All right. Legitimate score previously. Do you remember what we had for the old brewberry? It was a, it was the highest rank. I don't know if we it were was, biased or... Let me... 
It was like nine Let eight. Let me pull up 2021, 22 coffee reviews. Let's go down here. What was the old? The Dirty Brew Brewberry. We had 9.57. Mm. Um, I would say a year and later. Then, oh, then we did a true review uh, later on, and it was an 8.2. So it started out as an 8.2. That was the honest review. The 9.57 was slightly Take inflation. Take 9.57. Nine, five, yeah. Cut it in half. Four point two seven or something. Yeah, that's probably where this is. There's no I mean, shot. It's still, it's still, it's not. It's still, it's, it's still, it's mid awful range. I mean, it's not. It's this low force. Three two. Four two. Three two. All right, I give it a five. You can't give it a five. <laughs> I give it a five. So that it brings me up to a four. <laughs> exactly. No, you're at four two. I'm no. at three two. That puts it at a three seven. Oh, it's not that bad. You can't tell my tongue what to taste. It's bad. So when I was thinking about our wonderful coffee review, I was reading some of our intros. Like we, yeah, we've really grown as a unit, you know. And we were really like clever, yeah, but also like trying to be catchy, yeah. And now it's just like, all right, we're gonna type this up and just kind of give a breakdown of what's going on because it was like. Come sit on the couch with, and it's, there's already an error. So it's already in the first. Come sit on the couch with four, the first time, with Josh Martin and Marty Height as the two therapists talk about everything cheap coffee counseling and Christianity. Today with four, both and with, today we introduce the first episode of Tattoos and Jesus. Find out some wild facts about host Josh and Mark. I'm not real sure those were too wild, but and then we started talking about disconnection, and which we've come to find out is like was a theme yeah. within church. So that's the thing is it was a wildly popular discussion for one episode, but we carried it for four yeah, episodes. Yeah, we thought we'd do a series. We did a whole series, and the amount of plays dropped by like a hundred and fifty percent. So one of my favorite episodes of all time. One is of my that where favorite, we're going? Is that what we're starting with? No, I, no. I, this is what I'm leading into okay. today's. Is the cannibalism conversation? I still get people oh, who yes. talk to me. It's been a popular topic in small group. Reed Priscilla's husband. Me and him talked about it at one small group dinner for like thirty minutes. Well, I have another one for you. Okay. Oh, this was so a let's, big, let's rem- big, let's remind big debate people. between me and my friends. We, we told this story that you had found about a plane who had crashed down in South America, correct? And they were in a frozen area, and they ended, they resorted to eating team. each other. Yeah, it was a rugby team. Rugby that team. That's right. The, uh, Alpine. And so, what was our debate Mountain. exactly? Like, would you have the capacity to eat somebody, or when would you eat somebody? It, yeah, kind of led into all around. Would you eat somebody if you would? How long would it take you if it did? And then, like, and then we talked about how their what their mindset was. Yeah. In and this was when I was working at drug and alcohol. Hopefully, nobody's listening. But I wasn't doing anything, so I was just researching all of this. Yeah, your research in the in the first few episodes was solid. Um, because you didn't have much work to do. Yeah, well, because that was towards the end of my tenure. Yeah, so. once you had a real job, um, we started. To Unload content went down. All right, okay. so you've got another one for us today that's in this 
Most people might know this. We may have discussed it at some point. I don't remember. You don't I, remember. I so like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go for it. And so this is a this was literally. I'm not even kidding. When it came out, all all day, two days, three day long group text between ten of us debating this non stop. Okay. I sent you the picture. Just now? Yeah. I got to pull it up. So oh, it's it you pick two. They oh, will defend we, you. Oh, we did something like this. But it wasn't this one. This was, yeah, it was a different one. The so, rest is coming to kill you. So you yeah, have to yeah, pick yeah, two, yeah. and the rest is coming we to kill you. We did a different you. version of this. I remember that. Okay, so, so pick two, and they will defend you. What we have here is, is that a hawk or a bald hawks, eagle? 50 hawks. 50 hawks. 10 crocodile or alligators. 10 crocodiles. Three grizzly bears. All right. Seven mean bulls. All right. One human with a gun. Is that a sniper? 15 maybe? wolves. 50, okay. 10,000 rats. Five gorillas and four lions. All right. 50, do we say that's hawks? Hawks, yeah. 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, three grizzlies, seven bulls, one sniper, 15 wolves, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, or four lions. Yes. Two to defend me. The rest is coming to kill me. So you pick two. Oh, okay. I want the rats. Okay. I'm taking rats. I mean, are you playing this game too? I mean, I went for your... Uh, you got to hear both of mine first? Yeah, I got to hear both of yours first. All right, I'm going... I want 10,000 rats... Um... And five gorillas. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair choice. 10,000 rats, five gorillas. That's a fair choice. So, I'm always between 10,000 rats, 100% on there. Like, you can't stop 10,000 rats. The issue is the hawks can. but There's the only hawks, 50 of them. But the hawks is the only thing that probably could. Because 10,000 rats running over all of these things is But here's the thing. The moment one hawk gets one rat. Or alligators. Is. is could you think a rat 10,000 could take out an alligator? I can run away from an alligator. Things run like 60 miles an hour. Not up a tree. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> you want to poke it in the eye? But you can't, you can't close their, you can't close their mouths pretty easily. Because you can't tell me that that guy with the gun, the sniper, it will only take one rat and that man's gone. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my thing. The wolves are tempting because they work together. That's a, they're a pack. And they're they're sneaky. Okay. The gorillas are tempting because they're big. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot. To be 100% honest, the man is the least tempting yeah. option here. So here's here's where, honestly... You know what? Here's here's what I need to clarify. What's he shooting? Sniper. And how much ammo does he have? Unlimited. Unlimited? I might take rats I might take rats and a sniper. It, it because here's the thing, is if he's a sniper and he has unlimited ammo, you only have to shoot everything else once. You think? I would rather take my chances with a sniper shooting a gorilla than me throwing up a line against a gorilla or a gorilla versus a grizzly. I'll take a bullet. But here's the, here's the thing. You're going one-on-one. 
the rest are coming. Yeah, so but here's, that's the rats. Is, the rats all, will distract them. All it takes is one hawk to come down and snatch that gun. It's I'm shooting up. Game it, the hawk is not going to snatch my or gun. Or the hawk to come down and scratch them in the eye. They're coming to attack you. They're not just perched up on a tree. I understand. But what I'm saying is they might get distracted by the 10,000 rats. You think that would distract them? If you're in a field He's not shooting full a rat. of 10,000 rats? No, but I'm, they're protecting me. Okay, the hawks okay, okay. are going to go after the rats. Okay, okay. They don't lose their animal instinct, do they? No. So, the, the lions are I, still I sneaky. Sniper and rats. That's my final answer. It's final answer? Man, you're... The lions are sneaky? Real. It's been real. This, this is our last episode because you're dead. The hawks are going to pick away your rats one by one. 10,000 of them. And your sniper's the first one to die. The alligators are tough, man. I don't know. The jaw thing really it okay, uh, let's just let's mark out some here. The alligator is probably a mark off for me. I agree with that. The and the lions. I'm the marking the lions off. I mean they're there's they're only apex four apex predators. Four. And they're coming to kill What's you. What's an apex predator? That mean? means it's top of the line. Where do you know that word from? Cute face. Do what? <laughs> so do you think a lion could beat a gorilla? No. You don't think a lion? Could I think be I think a pack of lions could. Well, there's four. One on one, there's four though. I'm t- I'm picking that silver back every day. Oh man, that's tough. The grizzlies though. The grizzlies. Grizzlies are big. They are. The bulls. I don't. I, the lions could take the bulls out. I ain't worried. Yeah, about I'm them. not worried about the bulls. So bulls are off. The hawks are just so not tempting, but they're the only thing to take the rats out. But I'm picking the rats. So you're we're in agreement on rats. I would say the hawks and the rats are the hardest thing to kill. I'm not okay. going to say they're the strongest, though. The only thing that will be able to kill, but a hawk is hey, not let me necessarily going to kill all these Do creatures. standard reproduction principles apply? Get out. Because if you have 10,000 rats, with this nonsense. they can at least quadruple in number, number you in get 24 what you hours. Get. You get what you get. This is a sex-free zone right now. Nobody's <laughs> sex-free. <laughs> this is nobody's. <laughs> we're Christians in this battle oh here. Oh, my goodness. We are not partaking. Not, so, not promiscuous rats. No. War time. <laughs> so, oh, man, that's tough. So, okay, not the hawks, not the bulls, not the snipers, not the alligators. So that leaves me with grizzlies, wolves, lions, and gorillas. The wolves, to me, are the smartest. The okay. lions are the strongest, probably, jaw-wise. Because the gorilla, the, it's all hands. But they're huge and muscular. Yeah, but it's all hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, they ain't got they claws. Bite. They can bite. They you're not biting a lion. If I'm dying, I might. Most of them are like Michael Strahan out here with them two teeth sticking out. <laughs> the grizzlies. <laughs> I don't know. The grizzlies are tempting, but they're slow. So I'll take them out. The grizzlies run fast, man. They can hit like 30 or 40. Yeah, but or they're 20 like. 20 or something. Does, that, does the grizzlies have cocaine? That's right. What was the name of that show? Cocaine, Cocaine Grizzly. Bear. Cocaine Bear. So 15 uh, wolves, lions, and grizzlies. So I'm going right. All right, final decision. Final decision. Rats. <sighs> a 
Rats and lions. I just got to go rats and lions. Uh, rats and lions? Yeah. Of all those, you're choosing lions for four, four lions. So here's my question. Am I part of the defense? What are you going to do? Because if I got my sniper here and somebody takes him out, I can pick up his gun and keep shooting. Uh, you can do whatever you want to, but you trying to take out. Tom, will go ahead and tell you. With that sniper, I can I can knock down them grizzlies fast. I can knock down those four lions fast, and I can knock out those seven uh, uh, cows fast. Bulls. Boom, boom, boom. Knock fast. those out. When, so when did you become all of a sudden like a top-ranked sniper in the <laughs> army? Because fast is very questionable here. I mean, that's uh, what I'm saying is that's seven, that's 14 shots. And then you take out the five grizzlies. In 19 shots, you've taken out one, two, you, three, so four not only quadrants. not only are we hitting them, but we're headshotting all these. <laughs> so you're saying you're headshotting all of them first try. So all of these people are coming at me at the same time. All of the, Is that what you're saying? The rest is coming to kill you. So, but are they all like just in a line chasing after me? Like, how does this? What is this? Is this Hunger Games style? Like, what's? I would say they're just coming to kill you. I'm not saying. I don't know. I would imagine you're somewhat in the same vicinity. Okay. So. I don't know that it's possible to win. It's definitely possible. My lions and my rats got me. Your lions and your rats. My lions can take out. Most, the only thing I'm worried about is the Hawks. The Hawks, I that's feel a long like game right there. The Hawks are a scary option. It's a long um, game process because when you have when you're in flight, it's just a different ball game. But here's the issue: the just Hawks, wait till you fall asleep. The Hawks can kill the rats, but I don't think they can kill ten thousand rats quickly. On the flip side, the Hawks cannot kill the alligators, cannot kill the grizzly bears, the wolves, the lions. Or the Bulls. I don't think the Hawks can can do that. Do you think you really don't think so? In the same way that I don't think, yeah. So it's like, do I want fifty Hawks coming after me? No, but I don't want them defending me worse. Because I don't think they offer much defense. Just like the Bulls. Like, do I want a Bull gording me? Freak no. But do I think it can defend me? Heck no. That's why I cross it off. That I mean the same with like the crocodiles. Like Yeah. I don't want one of those bites, but like they're not gonna get to anybody. All you gotta do is hold their mouth closed. Right. That that, that gorilla, one gorilla's gonna be like, I'll just sit here. Have that's what it about. sounds like. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> So not only are you a, a like grade A sniper, you're also uh, Doctor Doolittle. So yep. let's see. So yeah, Rats Lines final answers. Yours is Rat Sniper. I'm taking Rat Sniper. <laughs> you're done. No shot. You're done. Everybody's done. You're, you're the odds done. are against everyone in this. Have you ever Have you ever seen the uh, the snail one? No. Huh? We're not doing another. We don't have time for that. I this. know we don't, but it's like for a million dollars, you um, have to be chased by a snail. 
for the rest of your life if it touches you you die <laughs> would you do it <laughs> that is so stupid but think about it if it touches you you die and you never know where this snail's probably at and it's like just a continuous pursuit of you for a million dollars yeah no I would not do it 10 million no 100 million <clears throat> no 100 million dollars I'm telling you right now, me and that snail would cut a deal. Could I c- kill the snail? No. You It has to chase you until you die. I mean, what happens if you're asleep and all of a sudden you go, boop, yaddy. Yeah. I mean, then that's the risk you take. <clears throat> but with $100 million, you could probably get, like, security. For a snail. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but if it touches you, you die. It's not like it's like, hey, guys, don't mind Rambo here. He's just protected me from a snail that's in hot pursuit. <laughs> hey, you imagine being on a plane and like it just slides on the window and just <laughs> sticks there and waits on you. Or to get it off. flies off. You're like, well, we got a couple hundred thousand miles on that guy now. <laughs> yeah, but he's coming hard. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um. Oh, you know what? One of my favorite early episodes was. Nightclub Troy. That was a great time. That was a great Nightclub story. Troy, when you and Sarah ended up having dinner bought from you for you, yep, on the water by drug cartel leaders. I'm not gonna say he was drug cartel, but he said he owned four nightclubs in Miami. So, do you still have his phone number know. in your phone? I do. It's Nightclub Troy. That's what's named. Oh, man, that was great. Yep, bought it. It was like a $300 dinner. <clears throat> Took pictures with him afterwards. Because y'all went from being like us out. annoyed by this dude who cruises up on his yacht and is like totally disrupting your meal yeah. to y'all end up being best friends. <sighs> yeah, best friends are still stretched. But we were acquaintances. He wouldn't remember who I was if I walked up to him and told him. He might know the story. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, not nightclub Troy was a was a solid uh was a solid experience. Number one, because mm-hmm. it was our one year anniversary, and it was our one year anniversary. It was our one year anniversary trip. On top of it actually being our one one year anniversary day, and then liver much love and single ply. A couple of weeks later was you at the beach, and we struggled. Yeah, the sound that quality was a terrible, on that. Like, horrible. Recording. That's you know that's one thing that I have like I I hate bad sound quality. It drives me nuts. But I got to give like our viewers credit. Like they have struggled through some stuff for us. Sometimes the numbers reflect that. But like we've had some growing pains when it came to audio quality cuz when we started this show, you were working up in Cherokee County, I was in Spartanburg. We just had cheap $10 headsets and recorded via Zoom. Then we ended up getting one microphone that we would put between us, and the sound quality was awful, and we felt like we were three inches from a kiss the whole episode. And then we finally got to our kind of our current setup with microphones. And uh, and honestly, when I listen to professional podcasts, like legit podcasts, not like the Joe Rogan experience, which is like a multi-million dollar thing, mm. but like just legit podcasts that athletes do, I feel like our sound quality is like, it's not that far off. 
I've been really I've been happy with that. I think yeah, I think we're up there for sure. We've really we've really come a long way. Shout out to Ross Hill for one of our Honestly, that was that was one of our, one of our was that our first interview? Second, it was our second interview. Oh, that's right. We had Up uh, D Hub first, and then we had Ross and. Oh no no we had he was our third Celia Celia came on that's right she was a co-host, but yeah that was a great that was a great so if you guys Ross the boss Ro- I really appreciate Ross because you know he knows this is generally speaking kind of a a, a faith based podcast, and we told him listen dude we want to hear your story about how, why you kind of disengage from your faith. Not because we're trying to set you up, we're not trying to push back, we just want to hear your story. And he was honest, and he came on and actually gave a great episode. And so if you haven't went back and listened to that in the first season, Falling In and Out of Faith with Ross Hill, it's a solid listen. Hit and runs, bad decision making, and campus security. That was the first time you heard the hit and run story. That was probably one of my favorite episodes ever. And then that was the first time we heard about you running from campus security. Um, Have I told you my motto in life? Don't get caught? No. Oh. Well. Yeah. It's only illegal if you get caught. No. Um, both and? Both and. It tastes no, like coffee. I have a motto in life, and it's tongue-in-cheek. I have to be careful where I say it, because people are like, ooh, that could be offensive. It's just made to be a joke. Just meant to be a joke. Kind of. Uh, and it's, what doesn't kill you makes a good story. But what does kill you makes a good story for somebody else. Wow. I, I mean, we could put that on a t-shirt. And so it. I've been saying that for decades. Like, I don't know where I came up with this statement, but for decades, I'm like, you know, what doesn't kill you makes a good story. What does kill you makes a good story for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that episode embraces that concept well. Like, my favorite episodes ever are the ones where we just talk about the most ridiculous stories that, like, how did this even happen in life? Like, you know, just our episode, was it last week, was one of those episodes. You pranking old people and me dropping my pants. Like, yeah. it just, those are my absolute favorites. That's true. Uh, and so, yeah, that's where we heard the, the moped story. Then we hit a little, like, guest street there where we hit, we had my, Matthew Lida came on mm-hmm. for a couple episodes. Adam Ellison, Homeless Jimmy was created. Home roasted coffee on a grill. With the Jimmy McFarlane, aka Homeless Jimmy, so that's where Homeless Jimmy Jimmy came in. That is honestly probably one of the funniest stories, in of my him, opinion, of him roasting beans outside <laughs> on the grill. It's not supposed to be funny, but it was. But it really was like a a, a moment of triumph. It, it was, but it didn't sound so, or look like a moment of triumph. What I remember is leading up to that interview. And during the whole interview, you thought Jimmy had been homeless. Even yeah. though no, yeah, I told people leading up, I told everybody. I said, "Yeah, we had this guy comes on coming on. He's an area director for um, for FCA. He used to be homeless, <laughs> and somehow I got I got confused. He used to be homeless." He's not well, homeless really was, anymore. He used to be depressed. Yeah, well, he used to be homeless, <laughs> and then he started selling his own coffee beans. He got <laughs> off the streets, and now he's the FCA area director. That's the story it's real I told. the richest story. Until Dylan Taylor, who played on our basketball team, points out and says, 
he used to be like a youth pastor while I went to church. So then I told him, well, he went homeless. And so then he told his mom. And so then his mom went and told people that were hurt. Like, it just, it took off where it wasn't Jimmy to became off. homeless. When in reality was, out. he was in between jobs shortly after college, was just in a slump, and started to just make coffee. Yeah. Just to, to have a hobby. What I found to be tremendously funny about this is his whole family knows he's having a hard time. It's the middle of winter time, and he couldn't afford a coffee roaster, so he was roasting coffee beans on his grill in the winter outside. Yes. And all I could visualize, and it makes me laugh every time, was his family sitting inside the house looking at him going, man, we thought he was having a bad time, but look, the poor guy's grilling coffee. <laughs> And so on the other side of the glass, Jimmy's standing there with his thumb up going, it's okay, guys. <laughs> I'm feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. It is so funny. Jimmy, oh. man. Homeless Jimmy. Listen, Jimmy's done a ton for this show. He's been a guest a few times. Uh, we've been a guest on his podcast. And he ended up giving us what is our new intro and conclusion. Yep. Yep. He's a little tech wizard. 2022 was pretty good. We had a, we had a lot of good good little <clears throat> little episodes. We had Tyranny finally come on. We had Matthew Weaver come on. The biblical flat Earth theory that was a that was a nice one. Would you kill baby Hitler? Team Doors or Team Wheels? Nah, stupid. That one. I mean, that one led into. Then we had Tyler Gibbs from Little River. The baby Hitler discussion was. I actually used that in an ethics training a while back. And believe it or not, it proved to be triggering to some. What do you mean? Just the whole idea of killing babies. Oh. Like, they had a hard time getting past the, the just the mental image that that created. But, which I think is part of the point. Like, that's, yeah. anyway. Then we went to Stomping Grounds. Uh-huh. And we did an episode on Stomping Grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, or we went and interviewed, like, talked to her. Mary. And her friend Mary. Did a, did a, a, an inter- or a podcast on that. And then the next week we did Fiddy. Fiddy. So this would have been last April. So just under a year and a month ago. Uh, my tattoo artist, Philip, had him on the show. That was a solid. That, that got a lot of streams. People love that. Thought that was a great episode. Yeah. Yep. And then oh, um, then we got Brandon Morris on the show. And then we had the whole the and then SBC stuff started coming out and we started talking about that mm-hmm. where the Southern Baptist Convention had And good news, a year later we can assaults. we can say it's still not resolved. Yes. Um we had Dylan come on and host a couple times. The ranch, the great ranch debate of 22. Clouds are lies. That is true. You what? Okay. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is actually, I still think about this today in small groups sometimes. Mm-hmm. We talk about, or in church, we talk about how do we reach people for, for, for Christ? How do you, how do you talk to people? How do you have gospel conversations? Like all these things. This is actually what we talked about last night and I was thinking about it. And, I thought about living in a world with pleated khakis because we talked through the episode and by the end we both were kind of like 
it's not a trick. It's not necessarily cultural. You don't have to be like trendy, but at the core level, everybody has human needs that need to be met. Mm-hmm. And if the church can meet the human need aspect, people will come. Like it just it it really just helped like clear out a lot of like here's the technique, here's the tools, here's the strategy, here's the but it's like people have need and and emotional needs and mental needs and physical needs. And if the church does anything to help any of these aspects, no matter how trendy, no matter how old school, it works. Yeah. I still think about that. That was a good one. Well, it's kind of like what's the saying in relationships is kind of cliche, but like my mom said it before, the ways to a man's heart's through his stomach. Yeah. It's that idea, you know, you take care of something that matters to them and you'll get, you know, you'll get to a deeper place. Um, being boozled. Oh, that was disgusting. The Enneagram conversation. That was. Then we had Casey on. You know, September of last year, our Romanian friend. Who now is, has a whole 3% of our podcast. That's right. She, she it grew, it grew. has sent us, like, I remember she, she's like, she sent us several coffees and teas and stuff. But she sent us, a, uh, she's from Michigan originally, sent us. Michigan cherry infused black, you know, coffee beans. Yes. And it is 100% without question the best flavored coffee I've ever had. And the funny part is, she's like, well, I've never tried it. I just thought it looked good. So I bought it, sent it to y'all. Um, and so she's been like, she's been there. She's been faithful. We really appreciate her. Um, and we've had other people reach out since then, but she's kind of that first like listener that we didn't know personally to reach out to us. And then we had her on the show and had. She's got some stories. Yeah, that was that was a good that was a good interview. Living in like a possessed castle in Ireland or whatever she was doing. That was wild. Twenty twenty two had some really solid episodes. The yeah. one right after night after that was the Jackknife Position episode, uh, which was one of the one of the ones that you struggled to get through as well. <laughs> um, and then it led in the holiday. Uh, hot Halloween and paranormal activity. The devil made me do it. We Camden. Camden came on. Um, That's true. The Going Places podcast, and then we you know wrapped up last year Christmas, and then launched this year with old Wild Bill Moore. Bill the Casanova, the Casanova of Christian music of Christian radio. That guy. Um, and then we've moved into this this year's. You know, discussions, which y'all are probably more familiar with. Um, I'm trying to. And I'll say the last couple episodes, last probably three episodes, I've gotten a ton of feedback. You know, having Tank on just a few weeks ago. Went up into Bowling Springs to his tattoo shop. And, you know, a lot. I've had, you know, people tell me how you know for the first half of the episodes like you know there's just some funny ridiculous dude chatting you know but then we get to the end of it and he starts talking about his wife almost passing away losing his baby at nine months old at nine months ready to give birth his wife was pregnant and, and how he had to save her life um absolutely like kind of takes your breath away hearing that one um and then the other you know whatever last week finally 
telling the story about dropping my pants in front of the school. So what's funny is last night I was sitting in my, my bedroom and Ashley was in there and the whole family was in there and Ashley made some reference or my, my mother-in-law called and said that she had listened to that episode and was just thought it was hilarious and had never heard the story of me dropping my pants. And Maddox, my 16 year old goes, you did this last week. Cause I chaperoned prom like a week and a half ago. And so the way his head put it to pieces, he thought that I went and chaperoned a bunch of high schoolers two weeks ago and dropped my pants in front of the school. Mm. Can't wait to hear that phone call from the school later on. The today. school? How about a phone call from jail? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, that is not when that happened. Clear that Don't one tell up. that story. Huh? I said, yeah, you don't have to clear that one up. So, all right, well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask let you a question. Let me ask you a question. Fine, go ahead. Uh, if you had 10,000 rats. Oh, I've already I've already sent it, and well, I've got everybody fired up again. Oh, my god! I just sent it in the text, and they're going back and forth currently about how each other is so wrong. So, here's here's my question. What has you – what uh. what have you learned, or what is your takeaway – from starting a podcast and successfully making it through episode 100, which you have you probably have been personally involved in like 97 to 98, and I've done about 97 to 98, and we've each had to miss here or there. Right. And so for the most part, we've all we've, we've done, done 100 it. episodes. Yeah. What have I learned? I mean, there's a lot of different things, okay? First thing is... To be honest, in general, it would be really hard to do this alone. Because, number one, you don't have anybody to really go back and forth with. Number two, I don't really... Marty has to get a lot of credit here. Because I don't really do anything with the podcast (laughs) outside of maybe titles and type it up. So he does a lot of the the behind-the-scenes stuff. So I I wouldn't all I would have is notes on my phone. But the second thing is probably like you know when you when you hear people talk about them being on TV shows and the producers and the writers are like yeah, this is what we started with and as we went along we kind of changed it to be more yeah. this and that. That's kind of how I feel in the podcast in the sense of like <clears throat> We kept majority of what we wanted to do intact, but after each episode and as we've gotten further and further along, it kind of became its own little thing that maybe we wouldn't have projected. Like the flow of it and how it goes? Right. Like And then like, well, then we focused on the interviews and then we focused on that because like when we first yeah. started, it was, I mean, it's still generally the same. Honestly, but I think it's more what we wanted it to be now. We just didn't know how to do that originally. Yeah. Like I think we wanted a a funny but at times serious, really kind of organic banter heavy podcast that was more of a here, let me it's it's like let me throw out this topic and y'all talk about it, but it's not research, it's not thought about, it's not like we put a lot of you know time in outside. Uh but we didn't know how to do that at first. And so I feel like, you know, we, there were sometimes we we talked too much about stuff or we would try to make it too structured. Yeah, like these are the four points we want to get through today, and 
and and, and we've had to adjust you know yeah. got we've been able to get away from some of that structure because just the platform itself's become more comfortable yeah there's a, there's more of a flow to it like yeah it's like when you have to learn the characters at the first couple seasons yeah and then after the first couple seasons you already know the characters so then the mm-hmm. flow is just like mm-hmm. you get the flow when you watch so the episode. what character are you I don't know. I was thinking about New Girl when I was talking, but because and well, I'm, we're going back through New Girl just as like a, I a watched like half of it and gave up on it. The first season is unbearable for Jess. I hate Jess. The no, first I mean season. I'm halfway through the whole series. Terrible. The last after it gets season like two, three, four, five, like one of the she it's absolutely hilarious. Own. No, Jess is still the worst character, but like Winston Schmidt. Nick, like, absolutely hilarious. Listen, we can't get off ra- derailed here. But, what character are you? Uh, my wife. In this podcast, would say Nick. Not in New Girl. Oh, in this podcast. What do you mean? What character am I? You are Nick. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like what? I don't know. You're saying that you get to know the character. What yeah, and I'm just saying like people <clears throat> know me and you now enough. To where if you say a dad joke, then people are like, here we go again. <laughs> Whereas if it's like the first couple of so episodes, what do you, okay, so they're let's like, do this. Eh. This is good. What do you think are the stereotypes that would be true of you? And I want to see if I agree, and then I'm going to say what I think my stereotypes are. for Based on this show. You want me to go first? Yeah. Give me All an right. example here. That I like to tell stories, but I can get carried away with them and, and spend too much time telling the story. But I enjoy storytelling. One. And number two, I would say I am more of the, um, like, I'm more of the the response guy. Like, what do you think about this? And I do a lot of the talking when it comes to kind of trying to understand or describe and, or answer a question or yeah. a thought. So I do a lot. Yeah, dad jokes, for sure. Um, spend too much time telling stories. And then... A lot of the more thought-provoking, I don't know, wrestling with topic stuff. Yeah. So you agree or disagree with that? Yeah. I mean, I think because we've been told. Yes. I mean, we both play off of each other in a way to where you got you, we, which is kind of cool to think about now. It's like we have our own media, quote unquote, personality. Where yeah. this is who we are in this show. Mm-hmm. And I think that fits well. Because you have, there's true. a lot more knowledge to that you have. There's a lot more wisdom behind helping figure out whatever harebrained idea is kind of coming out yeah. of me. And so it's like, if I have a thought, I'll usually text Marty. Or I'll write it down and just say it on the show. And then Marty kind of really teases it out to make more sense. There you go. That's a good and really kind of helps structure it. I make sense of your thoughts. Yeah, because I don't really know where my. But what's goes. funny is that's not true to the show. That's every day. Yeah, you walk 100%. in my office every day and you're like, Big "Hear facts. me out." Big facts. And <laughs> you come up with something. Big facts. So, um, so anyway, yeah. so you're the ID guy. You got an idea guy, and. People probably can tell I'm probably more what would be the word laissez-faire 
What's that mean? In that like More chill, not chill, go but just like go with the flow. Because I feel like you're the orchestrator. Well, people probably think I don't care, which is probably true if I have a big lunch. But it just yeah, which is probably the vibe I give off. That's actually the vibe I give off to In most life. people. Yeah, that's just not true. I just don't yeah. care to express. Because honestly, I feel like that's the only re- so what you. What you do well, I'm awful at. Because I like doing a podcast and I like talking. But I'm not good about coming up with content. Every now and then I'll have something happen and I'm like, oh, this is a, sh- this is a show. But it's very rare. But every single week you come in and even if you don't know, you'll be like, well, I've been having this thought. I've had So you, you always bring the content and then I feel like you actually orchestrate the whole show. Because there's times when we've done the show in reverse where I try to orchestrate it and you're more providing the commentary and it doesn't feel as, as normal. Because normally it's you, in theory, picking my brain. Yeah. Is that makes that, sense. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, so... Biggest... Surprise sounds weird. But what's something that, like, you didn't think you would get out of Tattoos and Jesus that you got out of Tattoos and Jesus in any sense? Any sense at all? What is the biggest kind of surprise? Unexpected? Unexpected gift that Tattoos and Jesus. And it could be good or bad, I guess. I don't have... I don't. Okay, so a couple things. One... I never thought that, okay, so, I mean, let me not oversell this. We're by no means an elite podcast, right? We're only the number one podcast in the Reedville Road area. That's right, that's right. You know, that doesn't say much. However, I do feel like it has become a pretty staple thing. And and that has gotten some really good responses. So I never expected that. You know, honestly, I didn't know what to expect. True. I feel you. But I thought, you know, if we can make it 50 episodes, that would be pretty cool. Um, the so consistency. I, that's right. Like yeah. I feel like, and the fact that there's been some decent content. Like I legitimately laugh at some of the things I hear. Yeah. Um, I and so I honestly feel like there is some some good content there um, that I find really enjoyable. Uh, and so that's been kind of interesting. And how many people are impressed when you say you do a podcast? And how many people roll their eyes when you say you do a podcast? Because right. people either think you're the biggest dork in the world or they're like, that's legit. Yeah. There's no in-between. Right. There's no there's no casual podcast listener. Right. You have faithful listeners and you have people that have never even clicked on the app. And I, I don't know if it's maybe somebody that you talked to really came true, which was just show up. Yeah. Like, as long as you show up and, and every week we, we're putting out, like, we kind of, we don't, following is a really strong term here, but you have people that listen to us mm-hmm. consistently, mm-hmm. which I didn't think would be the case. Especially since we've done, like, zero marketing. Right. I've pushed it on Facebook, like, once. Right. And it's not even, that's not even one of our top five no. podcasts, which no. is crazy. Um. Yeah, consistency is a big deal. Uh, and so, what would you? What's one of your biggest surprises? That probably that. Like, 
that we have some type of regular listeners that enjoy. Yeah. Because like most things in my ADD world, it's a it's a flash in the pan where I start it and we and I do this and then it just dies out. Whereas this was like a combo effort of we both started it and then it's lasted for two years. Yeah. Over two years now. So now we're 100, 100 episodes in. So I think the consistency of it and just the longevity of it is what has worked for us. Yeah. If there, I think there could be different structures that are different for different people, but I would say ours is more like a glorified, almost like radio show, like just yeah. that commentary, and that just keeps showing it up each week works for us. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if you've listened to us over time, then you start to develop. A, it's kind of like Law and Order SVU or any of the Law and Orders. Like, if you watch the series, you get a better, fuller understanding of what's going on. But you could also just pluck any one of them individually. And you really haven't missed anything, and you can enjoy just that episode. They don't always connect, really. Rarely do they. Right. Um, so, yeah. Well, did you Is there that? anything that you would change? Just the co-host. You're right. <laughs> anything besides uh, the co-host? No... Anything that you would add or change, like, because my mind think. goes to if we could find a third, yeah, or if we could have ever found a third co-host that flowed, it could yeah. flow better, but it's not, it's not like necessary. That's right. We've had some really awesome guests that are phenomenal contributions, but most of the time it's they would just be another one of us. Yeah, like that's the thing I would change. I wish it was more diverse. Yeah, like a a, a female or just somebody different. Who like shook it up a little bit? Um, I think that would be fun, but at this point, I feel like we kind of have our flow down too. And so, yeah, that that would be the only thing. Like, if there was a third person that was diverse in some way, um, whether because they're a female or like a cultural difference or an ethnic difference or just an opinion difference, yeah, something that added because I feel like we often will talk about something. And even if we try to be different, we end up kind of agreeing on it. And so, like, I, I do think that would be cool. But then we would lose a little bit of our identity. So, we, I don't know if we'd become a better podcast or just a different podcast altogether. Yeah. But I agree with that. That would probably be the only. Yeah. I mean, the flow's good. It works for us. It's easier. Like, but, yeah, the thir- a third. Okay. But it's also we'll hard. Like, every person you add. Spot, Every person you add, um, that's another commitment. Can that person say every single week, I'm going to show up and give 100% for that two-hour block? And that's the bigger struggle, I feel like, in, in trying to like grow something is getting people that are equally committed or just, oh, yeah, I'll try it out. Let's see how this goes. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. You, If you had to pick... One of our guests to be the third co-host. Oh, you can't do this. Who would it be? What's it say about all the people that didn't? I mean, it just means that it was a it was a more of a. Who would I? Okay, so this is this is rough, like because you have like Ross who brings a totally different perspective, but he's very articulate. You have Bill who has a radio voice. 
and very good on the mic. You have Jimmy, who's very good with his thoughts and also on the microphone. Matthew Weaver, who is very authentic and transparent and present. You have Tank, who's just raw. He's the real deal. You have Casey with some ridiculous stories straight from, like, freaking Amsterdam. Um... Now that you've covered your bases and you gave everybody credit, I got yeah. You had to pick <laughs> one, and the rest are coming to kill me. And the rest are coming to kill you. Who oh. would it? Who would? Who would it be? Who? Do you have an answer? I have a. I have a couple. I have a couple people that, if I had to pick, I would choose these two people. I mean, probably Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy fits in the conversation really easily with us. Um, I mean, he pushes back a little bit with some of our harebrained schemes, but he, he fits really comfortably with us. And so I don't know that it would add the, what I'm looking for, but he's he's definitely the, the easiest puzzle piece to drop in. If you're making me choose. I am making you choose. So my mind went to... Um, Dylan. Okay. Because so, Dylan's a he's a very, he would be a fun, a fun that's a good point. To, to, I didn't think about Dylan, and he's and he's kind of he's kind of harebrained like me a little Here's, bit. That's the problem. It'd be two against one at that point because y'all would be running wild with some stories. But we go back, but it's not the same. So what I would see is like. You would be the foundation of keeping us on track. The whole dynamic would change. I'd have to go babysitting. He'd no. be like, "Hey, listen, You're have the you both. ever thought about why ice is cold?" And you'd be like, "Well, I was thinking today about how leaves fly through the air." And I'd be over there, guys. Can we just pull it together? Or uh, you're the both and guy. Oh my! You're this the both terrifying. and guy because because our podcast when me and him did it ended up being towards the end a debate between two of us. And there wasn't a third to kind of chime yeah. in, and so I think that would be That's that a, would be I mean, a fun, a a fun podcast. And the second one I thought about would be obviously his co co partner um, in the podcast that we did with Brandon. Brandon Morris, yeah, Brandon's good because Brandon is really he he's not going to try to dominate, but the dude's sharp. Yeah, uh, so having that's both good. of them yeah. on actually, Brandon is good. Would be cool. Brandon would be good, but um, yeah. okay, okay. So, so tell me this. So we we're, we're almost at an hour here. One zero zero, which you know, one hundred episode one zero zero. What what are your final thoughts? What are your final anything's about tattoos and Jesus? Tattoos and Jesus episode one hundred. Because there's part of me, and we've talked about this, there's part of me that's like, if somebody were just to notice, yeah, I feel like we could do a lot more with it. Mm-hmm. And there's part of me that's like, I don't know if that's, number one, I don't know if that's us, or number two, yeah. I don't know if that's now. Yeah, Like, I could see us... Because once you're like 200 episodes in, it's kind of like, what if well, we ain't made it now? Then we this is yeah. this is what it is. It's kind of like the band who's been touring for a few years, but they're right. still just playing pubs. Right. It's like, do you we just, just say this is what it is and we enjoy this? Yeah. 
or we're not getting to where we need to be and it's not going to happen now. And so I think that's where we're at in a sense of do we try to do something more or do we just roll with what we got and then if yeah. something happens, something happens. That's a good point. Like, I think I said this a few weeks ago. I tend to just go through opportunities and we haven't, we've explored a couple opportunities about how could we get noticed? And the truth is, is maybe we're not that good or like maybe that we're not capable. Like I'm not trying true. to, I'm not trying to over inflate our potential. Uh, but I say that because there have been people that come to us and say, guys, you guys are really funny or you guys really are enjoyable. You should market yourselves better. And so I do feel like it's almost like, I wish you had that shot. Like what, what would that look like? Just that one person that hears it, like, what would it look like to get a shot to become more relevant or different? I don't know. Like that would be fun to find out. Cause I think it's a part of, I definitely think it's a part of who we are in this sense where we, we counsel, you know, obviously we're doing counseling, but mm-hmm. this aspect of kind of expressing thoughts, ideas, talking, like it's, it's, it, there's something there. I just don't know if it's more than what we already do. Yeah. So I don't know. If anybody uh, has any suggestions, please yeah. email us at large 23 on sweetweed at yahoo.com. If you feel like we should just stop and quit because y'all let are us tired, know that too. just let us know. Um, if you're just know. like, I have to listen to every episode, but I wish you would just stop making episodes. Right. Let us know. Let us know whatever you feel. We don't really know. So, well, listen, I just want to say, I, th- I appreciate you. Yeah. We've become really here. good friends through this. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a good time. Like we're a hundred episodes in of Don't Quit Now. Whatever this is. That's right. Sharpening. Sharing and sharpening. It's just we'll change the show. Stop while you're ahead. Sharing. Sh- yeah. Yeah. You're right. All right. I think it's time to bring this thing to a close. Uh, it's been more of a kind of a wandering memory lane about the last 100 episodes. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We always enjoy talking about it. You know, and so 100 down, 1,000 to go. That's right. We're going to look back on this 100th oh. episode. All right. And do you remember the episode, like, top five episodes, one of the first five, I made a pact. Yes. 10,000. 10,000, mm-hmm. and I would get the T&J logo. But if you remember, because you misstated this once, I said if we ever had a single episode hit 10,000, not all of them combined equals 10,000. No, I know. I if, know. If we ever I just was not going to say anything. But okay. I know. It <laughs> was one episode hits 10,000 you get a episode tattoo. episode hits 10,000, I will get the logo tattooed. But it's changed to whenever we reach 10,000 no. streams. No. You'll get the logo. No, I do not believe that's what that and means. And it will be live streamed. We're done here. All right, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate you reaching out. Uh, and so continue to do so, whether it be with a coffee recommendation, a thought, a topic, um, or any other constructive criticism or just critical con- criticism. We take it all. Mm. So, all right, guys. We appreciate you. We love you. We appreciate everything that you've done for us joining us here on the TNJ podcast. So, until next time, y'all behave yourselves. Holla. Thanks for joining us on another episode of TNJ. Don't forget to check out the links to any of our guests in the show description. And check out tattoosandjesus.org for additional show information or to submit your questions, comments, or curse words.